0: We're going to talk to you. You were the initiate. You are the culture. <laughs> being. Found out that I was actually getting a two-inch by two-inch brand with a cutter as we know a We no longer under the laws of office. The world became infected with violence, and the violence shall take it
1: back force. Coffee
0: and cults. <sighs> Hi, John. Hi, Sam. Hi, listeners.
1: And welcome to Coffee and Cults, where once a month we meet drink and talk uh, cults, fringe religious groups and new religious movements from around the world.
0: Please be aware this podcast may not be suitable for all listeners as it will contain strong language. And, you know, I haven't got any uh, any trigger warnings in, in my little story, John. It's an uncharacteristically fluffy um, story. Any from you?
1: Uh, yes, so trigger uh, warnings, content warnings for murder, incest, blood... Uh sexual abuse domestic violence crime
0: happy halloween spooky halloween Halloween. yes this is
1: our spooky halloween episode listeners halloween special three
0: what
1: practically the simpsons now aren't we um to make it extra spooky at listeners, you might notice that there's going to be a little bit more audio distortion uh, than usual. And that's because uh, the spookiest thing currently happening to me is that I am having to self-isolate at home for 14 days, having been in contact with somebody uh, who has had COVID. I'm fine. Uh, I've had a test. I don't have COVID, but I have to stay at home for 14 days. So Sam and I are are fully online and our internet is slightly patchy. Uh, So
0: we're doing our best
1: we yeah so uh our sound online has been pretty good in recent uh times but and we were hoping that we could do uh, a little bit more socially distant recording um but at the moment we're we're back to this um to this setup so hopefully that is all right and not too spooky spooky it's not spooky Um, i've
0: got i've got a door behind me and i know there's good well, there's still someone in the house right now, but soon there's not going to be anyone in the house. So watch out for the door moving. Ooh, if you're on Patreon. That would be
1: spooky. What you're also, um, Sam, could you put your hood up, please? Uh, What you're also missing, if you're not on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash coffee and cult is Sam dressed like a feminine grim reaper uh, with a um, a beautiful, colourful, hooded, uh, spooky
0: dressing gown. I'm in comfort mode. I've been working retail. Uh, when everyone's running to the shops, we're in a, a tier one zone. So everyone's currently. currently. So everyone's still uh, shopping while they can. Yay. Mm,
1: that is, that's pretty spooky. Um, are you feeling in the Halloween mood, Sam? Are you feeling spooky? I'm,
0: yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty spooky. I'm on, I'm uh, doing a house search at the moment. And so everywhere we're going, everywhere we seem to be viewing, appears to have someone died there recently oh no uh, how many
1: of them appear to have been uh, built on Native American burial grounds
0: or are opposite a pet cemetery uh I was gonna say zero Native American burial grounds but in Plymouth maybe one who knows
1: yes that is act- actually possible yeah um, um the
0: the one we saw most recently was near a, a convent and two churches so if any word's going to be spooky it's going to be there
1: that's definitely spooky you should be you should be taking a psychic medium with you while you house hunt to, to check that these houses are are spook free sam
0: i I'm, I'm hoping for spooks
1: see i'd quite i not allowing for the fact that i don't know that i believe in ghosts i have lived in one haunted house in my (laughs) uh in my time which is a story i don't think we've told on here maybe we'll do that for patreon maybe that'll be your halloween treat patreon listeners i will record me telling sam a story she has heard probably twice at least already uh,
0: um, I think more I think maybe four oh no. or five I'm <laughs> sorry John I'm calling you out my
1: company when there are new people who also <laughs> need to hear that story um maybe I'll maybe I'll do it as like a staged reading then uh, oh you should and I'll put that on um on Patreon um, do it like
0: beat poetry yeah. under a single spotlight
1: anything can be a slam poem when you talk like this
0: and Lynn manuel Miranda wrote that for John <laughs> thanks 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 lynn uh should we should we get on with the with the spoo- spooky uh for you listeners that aren't on patreon john just had had a swig of straight whiskey
1: yeah, yeah. get my spook on <laughs> gonna be a spooky boy for the
0: podcast Ooh. oh no <laughs> <laughs> So John, John, kick us. So for our Halloween special, we've each researched a uh, a short cult slash religious sect. Uh, For me, I figured, you know, twenty twenty's been bad enough. Maybe Halloween should be a bit fluffier. So my cult is at the end of the uh, will be the second half of the episode, and it is fluffy. So John's going to start with that list of trigger warnings he gave us before.
1: (laughs) Yes. So. I thought since my since my Halloween special two years ago was a vampire. Uh, vampire. Cult. Oh, no, don't oh. trust him. Here's a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought, surely there's been more than one vampire related cult um, suitable for Halloween. And you know what? Uh, Sam, it turns out there is. So this is going to be uh, our second uh, vampire cult of the podcast, um, but this time I've written in my notes, Sam, with added incest exclamation mark.
0: Yay! Uh-oh.
1: I'm I'm really sorry, everyone. It's going to get mm. a little bit bleak. Um, but I think is. everyone
0: spent so much time with their families in 2020 that possibly the worst trigger warning of all.
1: <laughs> oh no spooky incest um yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> is there any other kind no uh, it's like that old saying try everything once apart from incest and country
0: dancing oh no
1: a <laughs> little bit of uh, life advice <laughs> for you there uh listeners um okay sam so uh, i would like to take you to uh, the year 2004
0: i remember it well
1: to the city of Fresno, okay, uh, in the San Joaquin Valley in central California. Very nice. Um, so uh, we're going, uh, in fact, to March of that year, March the twelfth, um, when the police had been called out to a uh, a domestic disturbance uh, to uh, West Hammond Avenue in Fresno uh, because a big heated argument about custody of children. Um, was taking place. Um, when the police arrived, they spoke to, uh, to two women, uh, Roby uh, Ortiz and Safina Solario, um, and some other family members. And they were in a real state, in a real mess, um, mm-hmm. kicking up a big fuss, saying that their children were being held captive in this sort of, uh, it was like a sort of a, a former office building Already quite spooky. Spooky. Um, that's the last time I can be l- light about any of this. So sorry. Okay. So we're relying on Sam for, for some levity now.
0: Oh well, then I'm going to be luck. the dick.
1: <laughs> Good luck. Um, okay. uh, because they said that the the man inside their uncle Marcus Wesson was going to hurt the children who were who were inside with him.
0: Was he possessed <laughs> by a demon?
1: was it a spooky um so seventy. Uh, sorry 57 year old uh, mark wesson uh emerges from the house when the police knock um and he's this huge giant guy with these long graying dreadlocks Ooh. Um, and he's calm he's cool he says there's not a problem here officers okay if the uh, if they, 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 I'm not trying to keep the children from them. I don't know what, I don't know what they're on about really. Um, of course they can have the children uh, back. Um, you just wait out here. Um, I just want to say goodbye to them um, and then oh. I'll bring them out. And then he shuts the door and goes mm. back inside. And Escorted the outside, by a
0: police officer?
1: No, no. He just goes back no. in and the police say that they'll wait outside um, in that trusting way that police apparently have. Cool. Some time goes by. Now, neighbours claim that at this point they heard gunshots. The police claim they did not. They didn't have a warrant. They didn't have indication that there was a safety issue here. Okay. Apparently. Except
0: for the, what the women had said And the neighbors saying they'd heard gunshots. Or maybe it's. They haven't heard
1: at the time that the neighbors had heard gunshots. Those are sort of two conflicting reports about this, this, excuse me, half hour of time. So for half an hour, this guy's in in the house. And after an hour and a half, he opens the front door, he steps out, and he is covered in blood.
0: Oh, no! Head to toe spooky Ooh.
1: it is pretty spooky it's going to get spookier so this is properly like um, so uh, if we were in a film so uh, interior as uh, as Mark Wesson surrenders to the police outside the, the other police officers enter the house the building is dark all the windows are blocked out Eww. curtains it's, it's sort of almost pitch black in there um, and as they start to explore the building against one wall they see there are just loads of coffins stacked up
0: oh was he about to open a haunted house
1: no no i don't i don't think so oh no um and this is in march so it's far too early for halloween decoration oh so they continue to work into the house and they find a back room which when they step in um, the walls are painted black. Um, and there's. Sounds uh, like
0: my dream 2004 room. So I could listen is. to Blink 182 loudly somewhere. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Don't waste your time on me. <laughs> I'm all ready. I <laughs> think I'm your hand.
0: <laughs> That's our new theme tune. <laughs>
1: Um, here's some brief levity. So Dawson's mm-hmm. Creek is going to be back on uh, our screens via Netflix very soon, yeah. uh, Sam. I don't remember. It, no, if you remember that as a... Slightly, I remember
0: it as a thing, but I never watched it.
1: Uh, controversially, it has the wrong theme music on it now because oh. they never secured the rights for the theme music when it was released after it was originally broadcast. Wow. So everybody's up in arms that it's got the wrong... Um, uh, yeah, that it's got the wrong. You know what,
0: John? You should write to somebody if you're that upset about it. <laughs>
1: I sort of I don't really like Dawson's Creek.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that snippet into a fact that you learned.
1: <laughs> but it bothers me that the theme music that plays in my head whenever I think of that TV program will no longer um, yeah. be featuring. Um, so when they get inside, there's this uh, room that's painted uh, black and they're covered in blood is a pile of bodies. Uh, There are two adults and seven young children, including three under the age of two.
0: Oh my God.
1: But it takes a while because they're so tangled up in this pile for the police to work out how many victims there are or, or who they are. And just to get even spookier it becomes clearer how spooky this story is when they go to um, uh, autopsies uh, and to try and find out who they are. The coroner does DNA testing on the bodies and it's revealed what connection they have to Mark
0: Wesson. They're all his children?
1: We'll see. Spoilers. So um, let's talk a little bit more about uh, Mark uh, he was born in 1946. Um, in a, he had a very rough upbringing, as is often the case with the yeah. people that we uh, talk about in this context. Um, his father was a uh, was an alcoholic, um, and was uh, abusive, um, and who uh, left uh, the family. Um, on the other hand, just to balance that out, uh, his mother Carrie. Uh, she was a Seventh-day Adventist um, and very strict um, sort of religious figure. So every day they had to read the Bible and do Bible study. And she w- when the children were naughty or bad, she would whip them with an electrical cord. Oh, man. Um, which is enough to make anybody um, a little bit... Uh, disturbed. So, yes, yeah, so she was, according to Wesson, when he's um, interviewed later, like a real fanatic. Um, and that had a big influence on him. One of the influences that it had supposedly when he was a child, like other people we've talked about, Sam, is that he would like to play preacher. He'd pretend mm. that he had a religious following and he would give little sermons and he would, you know, walk around playing um, the game of uh, preacher. Um, <clears throat> he dropped out of high school when he was 17 to join the uh, military where he worked as a medic. Um, and then he left the military with an honorable discharge and moved to California. And it's while he's living in California that he meets Rosemary uh, Metorina. Uh, she's 13 years older than him. Um, and uh, she's married at the time, but she breaks up her marriage Uh, so that Wesson can move in with her. Wow. Which is um, slightly scandalous, I guess. This is in the um, early 70s.
0: Yeah, raunchy.
1: Because she was already married, Rosemary was... Sorry, these two things don't follow in the way that I've constructed that (laughs) sentence. She was also already the mother of eight children. Whoa! Um, At the time that they meet... um, but lots of what well, both of these articles um, that I've sort of drawn most of my research from both describe it. Um, so this must be from some kind of quote that uh, Marcus didn't seem worried about this. In fact, he seemed eager to shepherd the children
0: mm. and
1: um, and guide them, which is pretty creepy. Um, Necessary. So- yeah, super unnecessary. Oh, I've got a motorbike revving up outside. I don't know if you heard that. Was that spook? Was that a spooky jump scare, that or was is a it ghost spooky? motorbike? Didn't hear it, and maybe it was a ghost or in my head.
0: I like that you said that in the avant Sac your blood tone. I enjoyed it. Oh,
1: he is a vampire. <laughs> Rosemary, don't move in with him. He is a vampire. Okay, the levity's gone again. Um, so the two um, pretty soon have a child together themselves. They have a son.
0: Poor Rosemary. I'm sure she's bored of being pregnant by now.
1: Yeah. And then, so that's quite a lot of children, right? So that's already nine children. That's too many. Maybe. So you can imagine it was a really good thing when uh, Rosemary's eldest daughter, who was also called Rosemary, spooky. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What a coincidence. Um, So she's she's, um, having a a difficult time. She's got quite a severe drug addiction. So she's unable to cope So she drops off her seven children What? With Rosemary and Marcus So that there's now 16 children In their house Oh I, Sam, still can barely look after myself Much less (laughs) 16 children as well My
0: primary school class was 16 children That was our classroom was 16 Gosh.
1: yeah so um so what sort of happens is that wesson suddenly becomes the leader of this huge family um most of whom are children including some very very young children um and so he becomes the sort of the father um and he very quickly you know adop- adopts all the kinds of hallmarks of um Oh, sorry. I just My thing just bonged. We'll edit that out. <laughs> I'm just going to switch the bonger off. Maybe we won't. Was that a spooky a jump sp- scare noise for you? <laughs> <laughs> That's how we justify any technical difficulties in this episode. So.
0: If I was good at video editing at that point, I'd edit one of those like jump scare things into the Patreon oh, yeah. video. That'd you be know? great. What? Um, I don't know how to do that. Sorry.
1: And maybe you could put some kind of some orbs in at some point or something.
0: Ooh. Ooh, spooky.
1: Um, So he makes everyone in the family start referring to him as Lord or master. Wow. And he sort of enforces very sort of strict discipline pretty quickly in the same way that his mother had with him. Uh, So there's, there's a few stories. Here's a, a horrible example already. Sorry, listeners. So one boy, uh, was beaten for thirty days because he'd uh, eaten a spoon of peanut butter without permission. Oh no! Um, and one of the um, uh, one of the teenagers was stabbed <gasps> when they tried to leave the um, the house. There's another story uh, that Safina told that Mar- of Marcus beating their one month infant Jonathan until his uh, Until his legs bled because he wouldn 't stop
0: oh. right.
1: so he 's yeah so
0: this all inflicted by Marcus, or would yeah. he have the kids beat up the other kids or
1: all, all inflicted by by <laughs> Marcus as the yeah as the master, um, and so he sets himself up as the sort of the leader of this religious family um, he they have Bible study with him every day, he tells them Bible stories which have his own twists and yeah he he sort of rules over everyone with an iron fist beating them with electrical cords baseball bats and his fists um and he starts to teach them his theology around the stories in the bible um that the world is full of sin um that therefore they're they're not allowed to have contact with outsiders all of the children were homeschooled um and it was under this setup that um that one of them um uh tried to leave that he stabbed them in the chest to prevent them from uh from leaving.
0: So um, did he mur- was that did he murder that child at that time?
1: No, no, that? no. So that, that actually um that's that's one of the women who later on is outside the house trying to get the kids
0: Whoa. away from
1: Miss Safina. It's when she's younger. Um so he starts preaching and he has a few a few twists on the normal um seventh day adventist uh um, teaching. See if you can spot where this goes um goes, goes off off piece. Sam um, He tells his family that he's God.:
0: Okay, yeah, fine. Classic that vampires
1: boy. are real.
0: Oh okay.
1: And can you guess who was a vampire, Sam
0: Is he a vampire, John?
1: Maybe, but can you guess which which famous... Jesus? Was Jesus yes. a vampire? Yes! He no. was a vampire!
0: <laughs> wow! So Jesus was a he, vampire? Um, he,
1: not unreasonably, I suppose. Um, spots some similarities between vampires and uh, Jesus. Coming back <laughs> from the dead, hanging out in caves, um, blood drinking and communion
0: wears flowing clothes yeah (laughs) wore something metal like a crown of thorns yep
1: all of these things uh so he gets really (laughs) it's so goth um he gets really obsessed with this um he starts collecting coffins to decorate the house and he starts giving the children vampire
0: names i mean this is so 2004 you imagine he's got a profile on vampire freaks Yep. Next linked yeah, to his absolutely. Myspace. Uh,
1: mostly they just watch The Crow yeah. and uh, Interview with the Vampire and a third funny thing that I can't think of, <laughs> ruining that rule of three. Oh, no. Um, so one of the vampire names he gives the children is Jeeva. Okay. J-E-V-A because that's a combination, Sam, of the words Jesus and, and vamp- Vampire!
0: Oh no, vampire! Oh. So
1: that's the kind of the the uh, intellectual depth of this theology. <laughs> yeah.
0: So they've got vampire names. They're learning about the apocalypse. I guess the end yeah. of the world, well, and then they don't—they all get beaten and stabbed. And yeah, sixteen children.
1: In- Jeeva. Inside. So <laughs> Jeeva indeed sam um so although there are 16 of the children um marcus becomes obsessed uh with uh materina's eight-year-old daughter elizabeth Mm. who's living with them he says that god told him so she's eight at the time uh Mm. that god told him that elizabeth was his wife god said um and therefore they have a vampire marriage ceremony
0: may i just pause for one second always like, any any god that tells you to abuse a child why would you ever want to follow that god why would that god ever be a good or uh why i i just i can't i can't get my head around the I can't. The th- the um, fucking bullshit that abusers will do to excuse their abuse is... Audit. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. And it's because of her, basically, that everyone ends up being homeschooled because she's still in school at that point. He takes her out of school so that she'll be around more often as his wife um, and then decides that that should be the case for all of the all of the children. So then everyone... Um,
0: wow, man.
1: Um, ...taken out. Materina at the time doesn't, doesn't intervene or doesn't, um, in, no. interrupt. Um, and he sort of, he begins, uh, personally teaching her. And from the age of 12, he starts sexually abusing her. No. Materina, her intervention at that point is that they should wait until, uh, Elizabeth was of legal age, 15 to get married. Because she's brainwashed, she's, part, she's become yeah. part of this...
0: It's not... Yeah, of course. It's very intense, it's, abusive, yeah.
1: religious family. And, she, mm. and undoubtedly she's, you know, afraid of this guy as well. Um, at 14, Elizabeth becomes pregnant.
0: Yeah.
1: And the two do get married as soon as she's 15. He then has Sam. If you're already thinking this is too many children, 10 more children... Uh, with Elizabeth before she reaches the age of 26.
0: So when so, this is seven years later. So some of the children who were older were then adults living with them, or did they leave, or was she an uh, Adults
1: living with them.
0: Oh, God.
1: Or were adults that had moved out, but then their children stay in the house with, oh, with Marcus. No. Understand. Yeah, so he's set up with this. Um, it's a very sort of strange strange sort of existence in in lots of different ways. So um, boys and girls um, have to be separate in the house. They have to live separately so that they don't have sexual contact with each other. But they're siblings. Women have to wear clothing to cover up their bodies. Uh, They have to walk behind Wesson. They can't walk in front of him. They have to follow him subserviently. Um, and I can't see it in my notes now maybe we'll get to it again but um, he makes them all wait on him hand and foot so they have to uh, wash and clean his hair they have to help him get dressed uh, I read something somewhere that said he would even make them like scratch his armpits if he had an itch oh, God. on his armpits they are all, you know their entire lives are dedicated to, to serving him they move around quite a lot I guess for obvious reasons. Mm. At one point they end up on a tugboat with no electricity or water um, and he makes like them all stay stable- like a much less fun version of Rosie and Jim. Absolutely. A
0: spooky version of Rosie it's and sp- Jim. <laughs>
1: spooky and Jim. <laughs> spooky and Jim. <laughs> Promise myself I wouldn't sing on this podcast anymore. I'm sorry.
0: Um, and that's the third time. Second time? I'm not calling you out. I love it. It's fine. Uh,
1: so, yeah. So they have this really erratic life, but oh, the, the members of the family are always kept out of sight indoors, effectively as sort of domestic slaves. Um, they live on a school bus for a while. They live in an old army tent for like twelve years. What? Until eventually, um, they they buy the the office building that we that we were in at the start of the. Story. Oh my gosh. Um everybody has to um work if you're old enough you have a job outside of the cult to earn money for Wesson and for the family and occasionally people want to leave so um uh Ruby and Safina were nieces to Wesson and they sort of begged to be let go um and they agreed on the condition that they would leave their two sons behind oh man um and they ag- agreed to that and and left women are not allowed to talk to men um they have to do all the cleaning and all the cooking um here we go uh, including washing uh, his dreadlocks scratching his armpits um waiting on him hand and foot he refused to work um so that meant there often wasn't a lot of money um At home, often the children talked about they only had rice to eat or they'd have to go out and dig in dumpsters for food. Meanwhile, Marcus would go out and eat or get them to bring him fast food. Enough, Sam, this is good, quote, that by the time he was arrested, he weighed nearly 300 pounds and was so wide they needed three sets of handcuffs.
0: Oh my God. What, like like his arms behind his back needed to bring his arms together yeah right. uh, when those when there were people starving in his house he was he got that big like the the size isn't the disgusting thing it's the neglect right yeah. jesus fucking christ my um, mum for swearing
1: so if i if your mum's made it this far <laughs> <so> <laughs> that's going to be the least of um, so as well as elizabeth he starts this pattern now that whenever the Girls, including his nieces and daughters, reach the age of eight. Oh, no. Oh, it's going to take me a second to work up to saying this sentence. Um, he begins what he described as, quote, loving.
0: No. Raping? Is that what you mean? Do you mean raping?
1: Basically, yeah. Fondling and late right, outright no, sexually God. assaulting them uh, in order, Sam, to teach them to be better women. And then. Like he did with Elizabeth, he would marry them in a ceremony where they'd lay their hand on the bible he'd put his hand over theirs, and they'd recite marriage vows uh, but he does he does give them a gold wedding ring and a necklace each so that's something uh, and so he went on to father seven more children by his nieces and daughters, and his sort of in within his belief system he thought that his sort of argument was that incest uh, would help produce the seed of a perfect version of oneself. It meant you were getting closer to a more perfect replication. All of which is pretty grim and horrendous. Um, So this brings us sort of back to 2004. So this has been going on for a really long time. All the new children in this family end up in the house with Weston. All the girls end up married to him, having been repeatedly sexually abused. He's still preaching his own version of the Bible in which he's God and vampires are real. And Jesus was a vampire. And then Safina and Ruby who had left. Yeah. Tried to get on with normal life, tried to build a new life for them outside. But the more that they did that, the more they sort of came to, to sort of understand and process what had been done to them. And by, Uh, and and to the others. And so they go back to Wesson in March to rescue their two sons, who are both seven um, at this point and living in the um, house. So when they arrive, Marcus again is deathly calm, um, says, no, you're not going to come inside. Um, All the women of the house, including lots of his brides, um, And wives are shouting out the window at the two women, calling them whores and bitches and traitors and Judases and telling them, you should be, why are you doing this? You should be bowing down to your master. Ruby and Safina are understandably distressed and alarmed by this. They're especially worried because they know there's a suicide pact agreed amongst the family members. Okay. So the police are contacted. And when the police arrive, they pretty much don't take note of the fact that the women are saying that Marcus is going to hurt the kids. Um, one of Marcus's sons during this altercation says, tells them that their father's got a gun, but the warnings weren't enough um, evidence of a threat the police judged in order to raid the house. And so we go back to that scene at the start where he goes back into the house, shuts the door, Gunshots are heard. Yeah. And then when the police go in, they find the bodies of nine of the uh well, seven of the children and two of the adults um dead in this pile of bodies in this in this creepy black room. Um Marcus is arrested, he's put on trial, and while he's in um prison for that time, he loses nearly half his weight.
0: Okay. Which
1: is again slightly bonkers. Yeah. Um, he's charged with nine counts of first degree murder. 14 counts of molestation and rape but Uh members of the family come to the trial to testify sort of on his behalf but describe everything that's been going on as if that was all totally okay because he's god and a vampire and
0: right gosh those poor those poor people they don't that don't know Um, anything else how sad
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, Marcus says in his defense that he didn't kill anyone, that it was uh, Sabrina uh, who had pulled the trigger, murdering the children and herself. Um, but the evidence wasn't wasn't certain. There were no uh, fingerprints on the gun, although Sabrina's DNA was. Her body was on the top and the gun found underneath her, but it's not known whether um, she fell, whether she was placed there um where whether the gun had been there originally um and it wasn't they couldn't decide whether her head wound was self-inflicted or could have been just a close a close range um, Well,
0: whichever whichever one it was it was inflicted by him
1: well yeah he's she's either doing it sort of at his behest as a controlled brainwashed member of his cult or his hand was literally on the trigger again it's interesting that sort of jim jones comparison right of yeah giving the orders but keeping your hand clean by not actually doing the terrible thing yourself but the jury found um him guilty on all counts um in 2005 he was sentenced to 102 years um for the rape and molestation and for the murder of his children and grandchildren (sighs) um he uh, got the death penalty Uh, was put in San Quentin uh, and in March this year there was a moratorium on the death penalty um, but he'll never be eligible for parole Um, lots of the surviving members have now have now sort of realized the situation that they were in Um, lots of them have since sort of uh, spoken about their story gosh um, to the to the press, um, and obviously um, none of them have contact with Wesson. Wow. And that, yeah, so he's still, yeah, still in prison, still effectively on death row, even though there's no penalty. And that is the very depressing and oh. creepy story of another vampire cult.
0: Fuck. So Halloween...
1: Sorry, Sam, I've taken your spot of doing something that's just incredibly dark and yeah. bleak. But there we go. In other good news, talking of people who've received good life sentences of 100 years or more, let's briefly drink and toast to the fact that everybody's least favourite scumbag, Keith Raniere, yeah. uh, has been sentenced to 126 years in prison Hooray. for running his abusive sex cult. And Cheers, all its fuck myriad you, crimes. Keith Raniere. Fuck you, indeed. Yeah, that's another um, plus. So that, yeah, that's my wow. My latest vampire cult. I think that might be it for vampire cults now, Sam. I don't think there are any more.
0: Uh, You're wrong. We've got. I I saw one for next year. But as I said, I felt like this year. You know, I've had a. I've had a week. John's had a week. This week, we've both had a slightly rough. Have we? Yeah, it's it's been tiring. This week's been intense and. Sometimes not very fun and sometimes extremely frustrating as John's uh, gritted jaw will tell you if you're watching on the Patreon.
1: If you'd like to see that, you can subscribe to our Patreon and and see what it looks like when John has been on the receiving end of...
0: A a bunch of bullshit.
1: A bunch of bullshit from some twats. Um,
0: (laughs) So, in order to uh, shake off our, our Halloween funk...
1: I'm shaking Don't, it off, shaking in, off. In, in an approximate skeletony kind of dance. That's what Ooh, I was trying to go for there,
0: Sam. Spooky dance. Uh, I was looking for a, a small kind of fluffy religion to look at. And, you know, I found something that fits it much better than I could have even hoped for. Uh, So, the fringe religion I'm going to be telling you about this spooky Halloween involves a god dressed in a costume, which I figured fitted with the Halloween. Like you could trick or treat as this god, right?
1: Very good. Good. So, get your sewing kits at the ready, listeners. We're all (laughs) going to be wearing this uh, for this Halloween. Um, I don't know how you're going to do that because we're going to release this on Halloween, I think.
0: So, So next Halloween, you've got a costume in the pocket.
1: And um and do do send us photos of yourselves dressed up in this in this fashion. Great. Okay, go for yeah. it, Sam.
0: Uh, so I'm going to be talking about a a new religion called Dinkoism. Dinkoism believes in rationalism and science. It has a god. It has holy texts. Great. It has poetry. It has art. So it first emerged in uh, 2007 2008 on Facebook, um, and it was as Uh, Bloggers who spoke and wrote In the language My Malayalam Uh, Prior warning A lot of this is going to have Some very risky English pronunciations I'm going to try my very hardest Um, But this is a language native to Kerala In India Um, And these bloggers started discussing discussing Social issues like religion And atheism And what that meant for them in, In such a religious country as India interesting it, there is like a there's a real fashion at the moment for sort of like
1: secular religion so obviously yeah. there's been stuff like the sunday assembly stuff which is great the kind of humanist end but also um because it's of interest to me there are quite a few like sort of like atheist witch groups now yeah. on facebook and uh, it's sort of a, uh, humanistic um rational pagans or yeah that's there's a real flush of that kind of i think it's really interesting yeah yeah, keeping all the trappings of those belief systems but in a in a more secular or um yeah rational humanistic way
0: i mean as long as that's followed that works but let's see where this goes so (laughs) their god uh is is according to their faith is the savior of the world he swoops in from nowhere to protect everyone especially children um it's not
1: gonna be slender man is it
0: no it's not slender man their god was once abducted by aliens who then gave him these superpowers and he's like ready anywhere, anytime anyone needs him. He flies, he fights, he comforts and <laughs> and if you ever had any doubts about his supremacy, beware. He wears, wears his red underwear over his tight-fitting yellow costume that shows rippling biceps, not to mention the flowing red cape.
1: Superman, his name. Superman.
0: His name is Lord Dinkin. (laughs) Cheese be upon him. What? And he is a cartoon rat. (laughs) I'm going to... Oh no, I've tangled my hands up. I'm going to share a picture now for John and um, I'll pop this up on the Instagram. Uh, uh.
1: A cartoon rat got abducted by aliens and now he's... Oh no. (laughs) He's adorable. Yeah, right. Is he wearing a bowler hat? No, he's no like that's a his other
0: ear. That's his left ear.
1: Oh, yeah. turns out I'm bad at looking at <laughs> I'm sorry to give you this very... Uh...
0: Um, the the full description of Lord Dinkin, cheese be upon him, <laughs> he was a naughty mouse who wasn't disciplined. During one of his escapades, Dinkin was abducted by aliens from an unknown planet. They conducted experiments... From a windmill? <laughs> They conducted experiments on him, which ended up giving him superior strength, enhanced senses, and the ability to fly. Do they think
1: he's, like, mouse-sized, though? Or is he a human-sized mouse?
0: Oh, no, he's mouse-sized. He's mouse-sized because... But uh, he's equal. Cool. Yeah, but one of their tenets is, like, it's conceited for humans to believe that God would be in human form. Why wouldn't he be in mouse form? I mean, that's true.
1: That that's that, I, Yeah, I buy that.
0: So uh the information that I've got for for my research today is from YouTube it's from uh interviews uh and uh, a Quartz India article and then various other like small newspaper articles. Oh, I uh, should
1: have shouted out my sources most of mine was from uh ABC's reporting uh, of the Mark wesson case um and also uh, <laughs> this is great. this is good citing of sources Sam you're going to like this <clears throat> a medium.com blog
0: Oh no. <laughs> well done. <laughs> uh, so there's an interview with uh, a person called Apul who's been a dinkoist since 2011.
1: Dinkoist, oh, that's good. There's something yeah. very pleasing about the sound dink, isn't it? That's like.
0: Yeah. And the, some pronunciation is Dinnakin rather than dinkan. But it seems like know. the more Western pronunciation is dinkan. I might be very wrong. Please let me know malaya lamb speaking listeners if we have any of you that'll be fun
1: isn't this the second time malaya lambs had a shout out on our podcast Sam? yeah I just, maybe I, wonder I
0: wondered why i wasn't point. afraid to say it when i saw yeah. the word written down uh so he so Apul says dinkan in his true form is cosmic vibrations some people made it easy for themselves by imagining dinkan as a yellow clad mouse and then that became popular So, like, the whole idea of this religion is to turn a mirror to traditional religions, their hypocrisy, and then protesting against, like, the dogma and the way that religions talk about themselves. Mm -hmm. But if you speak to a dinkoist about it, about, like, oh, it's a spoof, they will respond with the fanaticism as if you had questioned a Catholic or a person of the Jewish faith or a person of Islam. You know, they would respond with the same, like, no, no. Amazing. That's Yeah. (laughs) So there's a, a woman called Amy Watson from Chicago who made a YouTube video called Introduction to Dinkoism. So Amy was raised Catholic and then discovered Dinkoism. Oh, I thought you were going to say she was raised <laughs> She She wasn't raised Dinkoist, unfortunately. Um, but she claims in her video that there are adherents all over the world of Dinkoism. And that in the same way as in the Catholic Church, there are little secret organisations of powerful people dinkoism has them too so their alleged uh secret world order new world order cult group inside dinkoism is uh called the priory of dinkin and it it included walt disney scott adams the creator of dilbert Hanna barbera um and
1: <laughs> oh no that's yeah. not a great lineup so far
0: uh, and many other celebrities, including Jackie Chan, Paris Hilton, Prince Charles, Ron Paul, Miley Cyrus, and Snoop Dogg.
1: <laughs> That's a weird dinner party by anyone's standards, isn't it?
0: Yeah, right. So if you if you asked a Dinkoist, they would say that Dinkoism started at the dawn of time and the ancient Dinkoists had airplanes that would fly sideways and up and down and backwards and forwards. Uh, okay. They would have washing machines um, and there's evidence of them having television, tooth. Uh, 20,000 years ago. Um, and the reason that they know that that happened was because their holy text says that Dinkoism has been around since the dawn of time and then no one unearthing sites has found wires, so they must have communicated wirelessly.
1: <laughs> can't, can't argue with that logic. Um, although I think it's sad to them they had televisions that long for that many millions of years before TV was actually being broadcast. But yeah,
0: <laughs> Um, sure they look
1: nice and ornamental
0: so one of the other reasons that dinkin is a mouse is because the first mammal that evolved was a little shrew beast wasn't it so that's oh, where that a, yeah exactly
1: ah, adorable
0: um they're they're creationists they believe that dinkin created the universe and they what
1: well he already existed and got abducted and turned into a god didn't he
0: uh, yes but also no uh, <laughs> and he was eating a papaya and he was enjoying it so much that he had a big laugh aha and that is the big bang so the big bang is called big laughter Dinkins first laugh
1: very good I do, you, the papaya will do that to you
0: <laughs> just a chuckling ha 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 I'm eating this not as nice as a melon fruit um <laughs> The, the primeval sound of the universe uh, Dinkins call Embakar which means Dinkins burp um, yeah. but Hindus call it Omkar so it's a uh, taking the piss out of Hindus their, their okay. version of that uh, their, their religious texts as I mentioned before are the Dinka Dinkapuranam um, Balamangalam and the I'm sorry the Pankila Smithri. Um, which is the Chronicles of Pankila, which is Dinkins' native forest. Uh, Balamangalam is a children's magazine that came out in, 80, in 1983 uh, in Kerala. And so that is where the origin of that cartoon figure comes from, if you ask anyone but a Dingoist, is that it was a kid's cartoon.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, great.
0: So uh, Dinkoists claim to be the most women-friendly religion, uh, there's no anti-women writing in the texts like you find in all other leading religions. They also are proud that they're the only religion that talk about dinosaurs and that women uh, are able to become priests and popes. Great. Uh, a quote, a totally chill thing for a cult leader to say, a quote from <laughs> Dinkin, puny mortals, mind thine own business. Trouble me not with thine tiny problems. Amazing. Uh, so you know how atheists will go to a Christian and say, "Well, if God's real, why is there suffering in the world?" Yeah, you ask that to a yeah, Dinkoist.
1: Yeah, an
0: yeah, yeah. It's because Dinkin's too busy. He's got loads of shit to do. Like he can't just he can't stop everything. He's just he's too busy. And th- I so, with that. and that, yeah, exactly. And that's why he he can't and he will not bother listening to your prayers. There's no point praying to him because he's just busy. Like he's got other stuff to. Do got other stuff to sort out this is a very relatable
1: deity so far
0: <laughs> i know right it get the thing the thing with it is it's all fun and well and good but it gets a bit um atheist it's like yeah, sort of yeah, oh yeah. come on fuck off some people are being helped by this yeah, why do you yeah, have to absolutely. shit on everything yeah as an atheist i'm saying that so i'm sure you're wondering john why a mouse why choose a mouse as the head of this why
1: why a mouse sam why what? choose a mouse? A, a, it's difficult to say isn't it yeah uh why choose a mouse as the head of your religion
0: you know that's a really good question and um, amy watson in her youtube video has some answers great so the mouse's large eyes reflect omniscience its large nose <clears throat> can detect minute cosmic events ears all the better to hear you with Ooh, spooky ears <laughs> he wears a red cape to indicate energy power authority and responsibility His yellow bodysuit reflects nuclear fusion with a star (laughs) on the front to to denote supreme power, pure cosmic consciousness, and singularity, brackets black hole.
1: Ooh, (laughs) Ooh, Spooky.
0: He wears his underpants on the outside for humility, honesty, and transparency. (laughs) Love it. And he has two powerful legs that represent yin and yang, positive and negative, fission and fusion. Amazing. How do they know that Dinkin is the one true god? Good question. It's because their holy text says so.
1: Can't argue with that.
0: No. And, uh, oh yeah, so this is where I've written, this is where the atheism know-it-allness starts to come in.
1: No.
0: So they say that uh, Jesus in his, sorry, Jiva, Jiva or Jesus, depending on whether he was a vampire or not, the person ascribed that name, uh, travelled from Jerusalem to Kerala to study Dinkoism, Great. and then all his all jesus's teachings were just echoing dinkoism back that into sense. the. that is
1: there's there's quite a body of people and I was going to say scholarship that's probably too kind, but there is a school of thought that jesus spent time, jesus the historical figure of Jesus maybe be yeah. spent time in india
0: well there we go he was based studying on very
1: very loose evidence i think but there so that's
0: that's plausible studying dinkoism i'm sure uh they Uh, so they're like their number one thing is is religious outrage it's you dare question my religion i've got as much right to my religion it's all that sort of uh defiance that you would get from a traditional religious extremist in some sense but members of the group say that they're like the more fanatic you get with this religion the more peaceful you become which seems to be true up to a point Mm. um in February of 2016, some Dinkoists had a, there's, so there's a video of it on YouTube, which I watched, but of course didn't understand anything they were saying, but it' interesting to see it happen. Uh, so a woman, uh, so they had a, a rally, and this woman got up on stage and said that she had this deadly condition where she would feel the heat every time the air conditioner was switched off. And so they performed a faith <laughs> healing on this woman, uh, where the, the priest of the meeting prayed to her and they were yelling dink hallelujah dink hallelujah
1: <laughs> well, they seem yeah. to be having a good time with it at least that's uh, that's something
0: yeah um but then obviously uh christian denominations that use faith healing got upset that they were you know showing that practice up and uh making a mockery uh they have a ritual <laughs> they have a ritual of stoning jackfruits so they literally put a jackfruit on the ground and throw rocks at it Um, but this is a parody of the Muslim stoning of the devil that pilgrims going to Mecca uh, on
1: on Mecca yeah yeah
0: yeah Um, and they chose jackfruit instead of the devil uh, because it caused the death of prominent follower Chinu Muyal Oh, how does one die from jackfruit? You know, I don't know. I think, I think that's spooky. Maybe the jackfruit haunted him oh, to his no. death. What would be
1: amazing is if a jackfruit rolled into the background of the video shot of you there,
0: <laughs> I'm just trying to find something that would be a jackfruit. No,
1: or I if I looked out of the window and there was a jackfruit <laughs> hovering outside my window, rapping at the glass with its vampiric fingers mm. like it's in Salem's Lot. Uh, spooky Halloween listeners, spooky, spooky jackfruit Halloween. <laughs> spooky jackfruit, also yeah. a good band name. <laughs> um,
0: so there's there is a, a a day in Hinduism called Akshaya Tritiya, uh, which is a traditional day to be good for starting new ventures, um, and the Hindus often will exchange gifts of gold for prosperity on that day. But Dinkoists allege that the Hindus stole it from them and it's a day that they pass good luck in the form of red underwear. Mm. <laughs> so they also believe in animism, so all life is precious and like Sam, before, Sam, <laughs> Sam, I'm wearing red underwear right now. How <gasps> oh my appropriate God. is that? That's for good luck. Are you showing us John is showing us his underwear? Listeners, if you wanted to see John's underwear, join the Patreon. <laughs> Email John <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> and Cults at gmail.com I took a screenshot. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, you could see my hands the whole time. <laughs> Mine too. Um so they also
1: neither of us are Rudy Giuliani listeners.
0: Um, oh, um so they also uh, have a tradition of profit drawing to draw no, no. images of their prophet. So that's another atheist. <laughs> situation um, so all Dinkoists are required to draw the prophet Kanan Atingal at least once a year those who draw it once a month get 72 ice creams in heaven so this is their cartoon contest that went out so this mm. is, these are their prophets yeah apparently our religion teaches us that drawing Dinkin's prophets slash pictures is holy and brings rewards in heaven 72 ice creams actually
1: yeah, there's a point where you're like, is this actually a fun parody or is this just slightly annoying?
0: Yeah, or are you just trying to shit on people for the sake of shitting on people? Uh, Which,
1: like, you know, just because it's in the news at the moment, fuck anybody who commits a crime or a murder uh, or terrorism in response to the drawing of a figure from a religious group. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, France, for everything that's that's happening with you at the moment. But also this, this seems far too jokey about that when, you know, yeah, when there's when a real lives are
0: being lost. Yeah. ...issue
1: happening in the world, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so they also say they uh, reject all forms of oppression and discrimination, but except religious, because they mm. are, you know...
1: <laughs> yes,
0: yeah. They that. are doing that. Uh, they also have a policy about ear hair, uh, a quote from Lord Dinkin, cheese be upon him is uh, upon him. be different from the infidels, let your ear hair grow and trim your mustaches so I think that 's like the Muslim growing beards i don 't know that for certain, but is that a i don't i haven 't uh, developed
1: ear hair yet really I know that 's a thing because you 're so youthful <laughs> <laughs> I, I am so youthful <laughs> I wish um so yeah, but I look forward to
0: Look forward to some more, ear
1: hair. Uh, more bushy about the ear.
0: I'm looking forward to a chin hair. No, I'm not really. But I know like all the women in my family have a strong chin <gasps> hair. And I wonder there used where to mine's be a be.
1: woman in the village I grew up with who had a little, you know, like a goat, has a little proper goatee oh! goat. It was amazing. It was a thing oh, of really... beauty. Yeah.
0: Oh, lovely. She
1: kind of rocked it. It was great. It was all right.
0: We'd have to wouldn't you at that point I I can't shave it off every day So I'll style it out Put a little bow in the end Uh, Dinkoist's lucky number is 13 Uh, They they They've got 13 major temples And they say that Dinkin had 13 disciples The reason I got confused Was because in my notes I've written decibels Instead of disciples
1: (laughs) He probably had 13 decibels as well With his papaya laugh (laughs) Sure or his religious squeaking.
0: So it starts to take a little bit more of a turn and I don't really know why. They say that pain and disease are part of Dinkins' plan, that hospitals are evil and doctors are villains. And I'm like, huh? Because I thought uh, they said they believed in science and rationalism. So I think that's another um, like policy just to...
1: Oh, that's them aping a particular kind of religious anti-medicine viewpoint. Yeah. See, you, can, you, sort of, you also sort of can't have it both ways, right? You can't... Yeah. ironically claim harmful things as a parody and at the same time go, oh, look, we're doing a better version of religion by being better and inclusive. It sort of doesn't quite...
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's a lot of um, uh, neckbeard behaviour, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they say that... Sorry to um, any
1: listeners listening who have neckbeards. Sam doesn't mean you.
0: No, but you can have a neckbeard and not be a neckbeard
1: spooky
0: that's my hot take on neckbeards (laughs) spooky neckbeards Uh, so free will is an illusion all that happens is for the good because dinkin said so Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so it's it's not your decision whether you sin or not but you deserve no punishment because dinkin told you to sin anyway and if he wanted you to sin then he deserves to be punished but he won't be punished because he's god so really, okay. there's no culpability for anything because Dinkin said so. Uh, they also have a policy against seatbelts, and so they reject the notion that seatbelts are essential because it violates their religious liberty, which I think is about masks.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: Uh, they also claim that Dinkin's image was found on Pluto in the same way. Oh, and uh, like they had the dog. Uh, no, no, the uh, the ex planet Pluto.
1: no. Uh. Um, I still think you're a planet, Pluto.
0: The celestial body, Pluto. Uh, and they have like a, a slideshow of images of it, like, in a fish on a bit of toast in the same way that religious iconography is found. Uh, so, a couple of other little bits before before we finish. Uh, they've got some some songs. So, they've done them in... Uh, they've got a song in the style of a Sanskrit shokla, which is a traditional poem, often with a um a moral message okay except for dinkoism's uh one of their shocklers is dinkum will protect the children dinkum will protect the youth dinkum will protect the elderly that's it i guess i, they thought, sing I, it thought,
1: I, I, I was waiting for the net i was, thought there was going to be a rhyme with youth With youth dinkum yeah, will so protect was...
0: your tooth i've already made your religion better
1: <laughs> i think you should become the new pope of this
0: um uh, well as a woman i am able to if i want to they also Isn't it have weird
1: at the moment that there are two popes and one's just sort of retired and in the back room and they seem to disagree on everything but yeah. chat every day that's a like i know there's already been a thing the two popes recently but i want a sitcom uh tv producers uh about two two different popes who have to live together at the vatican please
0: be like the worst lockdown ever wouldn't it sat with two popes
1: yeah, You're that's not, not necessarily here. a fun bubble.
0: <laughs> um and uh my last little fun fun fact uh a couple I have a couple uh, they have songs about their sacred food tapioca.
1: Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is just a hilarious food in many ways isn't it?
0: Yeah. And um, kind of most recently, they uh, protested a film by a, an, an Indian actor named Dilip, uh, where he made a film called, I think it was called like Dr. Dinkin or Professor Dinkin. And they, they um, protested their religious icon's name being used by a mere mortal. Amazing. That's it. That's, so that is a little snapshot of the atheist millionaire religion, Dinkoism. And cool. may the great mouse be with you cheese be upon
1: him uh cool great sam thank you
0: you're welcome that was just a lovely little little casual one
1: so much needed um levity and brilliant future halloween costume uh choices for all of us ready for halloween cool thank you
0: ah so happy halloween listeners happy halloween
1: have a spooky and lovely time
0: yeah we hope you're all keeping well you know where to find us if you want to speak to us. It's on all the various social media platforms, forward slash Coffee and Cults or at Coffee and Cults. Which you know, you know how to use those things. You're fun. Uh, you found we found this also, in the first place. Yeah, we've also got an email address, Coffee and Cults at or you can find us on ko-fi.com forward slash coffee and cults or patreon.com forward slash coffee and cults if you thank do- you
1: to those of you recently who have donated uh, coffee donations to us or have joined up uh, to our patreon we uh, really appreciate and value and love you
0: yes thank you very much and we will post the uh, somewhat tired video of us doing this on our patreon very soon why is john op- why are you opening your eyes like that john I was I'm just obviously sitting here in pajamas.
1: <laughs> I was just demonstrating my mental state for anybody watching uh, this video on uh, Patreon. Yeah, if you're on Patreon, you'll get a video of this. <laughs> With any stuff that normally gets edited out um, before the episode is released audio wise. So if you want that, yeah, God yeah. help you. Uh, you can do that. Um, otherwise listeners, we hope you're doing well during, frankly, the spookiest year. Many of us have had uh, for a the very long most time. most
0: Spookiest time of the year.
1: Ding oh, oh, oh. dong. Dink dong. <laughs> ding dong. Jeez, be um, <laughs> cheese be with you. Cheese be with you. But we hope you're well um we send you love thank you uh for all of your support and listening do uh get in touch with us or do let other people know about the podcast and uh review it and subscribe and do all of that jazz to help other people find us and uh we will be back very soon with more cult-based content
0: Ooh, thank you thank you we love, love i sound like you. A, sh-
1: a sheep now we <laughs>
0: love you <R-M-U>. bye,
1: bye. <laughs>
0: Goodbye.
1: Love you. Bye.
0: Love you.
1: Bye. We're going to talk to you.
0: You are the initiate. You are the cause. We found out that I was actually getting a two-inch by two-inch brand through the a home. We no longer have the laws in office. The world is getting covered with violence, and the violence shall take it by force. Coffee and cults. <sighs>